Now, back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Just when we thought we had all the awards markets figured out in baseball, Mookie Betts comes in and ruins the party. Now the favorite to win the NL MVP at minus 145, Ronald Acuna plus 125. Mookie Betts has been, I mean, just on an absolute tear. Over 45 hits in August alone. He's hitting 315 on the season. That was his 35th home run. I mean, this guy has said, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, uh, pay attention to me just a little bit longer here. He he has made his presence known at the end of the season. Yeah, man, like you said, just an absolute tear. You go back to August 17th, he was 35-1 to to win MVP. And since then, 22 hits. He has a 550 batting average. Jeez. The OPS is ridiculous. And he moves past Ronald Acuna, who is putting up video game-type numbers. Mm-hmm. These guys are so damn good. And I thought this race was over. But, um, you know, like, more impressive, too, is... And these are the two best teams in the National League, obviously. The Braves and the Dodgers has been just what the Dodgers have been doing. Because they got off to a slow start for them. They were like a game and a half out of the division, and they had a team-only meeting. And I was like, you know what? They're going to be really aggressive at the deadline. They were way too quiet. And then Otani doesn't end up getting moved. They don't really end up having to do a whole bunch. And they've just been on an absolute tear so much that, um, I mean, it's not like a hot take, but I could see the Dodgers winning it all this year. Yeah, it's not crazy. And I didn't think anybody was going to catch I know it's baseball, but I didn't think anybody was going to catch the Braves in the National League. And I don't know, man. This race, though, is a lot of fun. And those are two really damn good players. The Dodgers are 21-4 and over their last 25 games. Yeah. They took a lead in the NL West that was two games and ballooned it to 12 games now at this point. Their pitching staff leads the majors with a 3.0 ERA. I mean, they've, they've converted 12 of their last 14 save chances. So you're getting hitting, you're getting pitching, you're getting good bullpen from them all at the right time. And what do I always say about the teams that I like the most heading into the postseason? Gotta be hot. It's the teams that are hot heading into the postseason. And yeah, like I, I, I'm a little uncomfortable with certain teams being in that spot where they've got a massive division lead, but it hasn't been the entire season. Like the Braves have pretty much just had a, like they're really good, but they've kind of coasted in that sense where the division has been out of reach for everybody else for majority of the season. The Dodgers have had to battle their way back. And like I said, they took a two-game lead. They yeah. ballooned it over to 12 now. So they may just be getting hot at the right time. If this carries over into the postseason, I mean, look, they're as talented as any team that's going to be in the playoffs because oh, yeah. the Padres won't be in there. So no. you can take all that, take that lineup and just throw it out the window. It won't be there. So, I mean, they took two out of three from Cleveland and two out of three from Boston over the last week or so. So this is, this is a team that's really finding their stride at just the right time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that helped Mookie, obviously. You could tell. I mean, not that he's always motivated to go out there and do his damn job, but you could tell he liked uh, doing it against Boston. One thing about the Braves, though, I'm not too concerned about the Braves. I mean, they continue to win baseball games, mm-hmm. and also they're probably going to get even better in that lineup. Ozzie Elbies is coming back. He was on the 10-day IL, and he's had a ridiculous season. 267 batting average, 28 homers, 90 RBI, and 11 stolen bags in 117 games. So getting him back in that lineup will help. But, you know, right now... Uh, Going into September, those are obviously the two best teams in the National League. That's why we need our Cubbies tonight. We need our Cubbies Actually, tonight. all week. we need, we got to make up some ground. But it's funny because you look at all the teams in the National League, and you have the Braves and the Dodgers, and then it's like, who else would you maybe take a shot with if you're looking at World Series or pennant futures? Who in the else? National League? In the National League. And it, the answer has to be the Philadelphia Phillies, yeah. who are also 7-3 and three in their last 10, now 72-58. and 12-and-a-half games back of the Braves Oh, still, I know, but they just got to get is... in because we saw it last yep. year. You know what I mean? I trust yep. them more than the Brewers. The Brewers are plus 19 in run differential. Not that that's the end-all, be-all. I just don't trust that lineup. And I don't really know what you're going to get from Freddie Peralta when you get into the postseason. Um, Cubs seems like a pipe dream at this point. 
Stop the, it. The, Stop it. The Diamondbacks. No, I don't like your negative attitude. Although Arizona's <laughs> been playing pretty good baseball. The yeah. problem is just they're 12 games behind the, the freaking Dodgers, but they're 8-2 and two in their last 10. Seven none of that, games above none of that matters at this point. For me, it's the, it's the wild card race in the National League. Like That's what's so intriguing to me. You talk yeah. about the Phillies. They got a three-and-a-half game lead over the Cubs for that top spot. Then the, you got the Cubs and the Diamondbacks, and behind them, the Giants are a game-and-a-half back. The Reds are a game-and-a-half back. The Marlins are only three games back. The Padres are eight. I probably won't include them. Don't even include them. We write them off. They're officially dead. Yeah, they're dead. Write that down. Uh, Let's see. Padres officially. I mean, you can't really say anything's ever done in baseball because again, two weeks ago, Ronald Acuna was a huge favorite, and Mookie Betts, you're getting a crazy price, and then he goes on one tear, and now yeah, he's minus one thirty-five. Here's the only thing with the Padres for me: they are a plus fifty-three in run differential. Like. They, they score a lot of runs. They just find ways to lose games later in that game, right? It's like the first five. Yeah. Bet, bet the Padres in the first five, and then after that, all things could be considered. Yeah. But, yeah, the National League, to me, just has more teams where I sit there and say, okay, like, I trust them. I trust them. Or this is, versus, you know, in the American League, all right, the Rays are probably going to be a team that doesn't win the division over the Orioles, but they're going to be obviously in the playoffs. They're so you got only the, two back. I know. They're only two back, they, but they've got a big, big lead. On the Rangers right now for and talk just wild card spot. Yeah. They got a six game lead because it's the Rangers and the Astros. Because suddenly the Mariners have gotten hot. So now the Mariners lead that to lead the West, and you're like, wait, what? What it was supposed to be the Ra- the Rangers are one and nine over their last ten games. Meanwhile, the Astros still haven't been able to make up enough of that ground. They're four and six over their last ten. But even behind that, you've got the Blue Jays sitting just two and a half back. The Red Sox, Angels, obviously Yankees. You throw all them out, but like. You don't have as much, I feel like, in terms of intrigue and teams that you trust or teams that you say could potentially be a playoff team in the American League. Like, the only team that's out that I would maybe trust is the Blue Jays. But at the same time, I don't, like, my trust level for them is not nearly what it is for, like, the Giants or the Reds or even the Marlins sneaking in in the National League. You know what I mean? It feels like there's just, there are more teams that have the potential to be a playoff team in the National League in that wild card race than over in the American League. See, for me, and this is the team that we were talking about, I had two teams circled when we did this the last time that we really broke down the American League, and it was the Blue Jays because of their remaining schedule, and it was the Mariners. But the reason I really like Seattle, and I could see this being a team that wins a World Series, and, you know, Cody Decker, he knows this about me. We love the Mariners. This is actually the latest in season that they have been in sole possession of first place since 2003. We do this with the Mariners every year. It's always the Mariners and the Angels, and the Angels continue to stink 12 and a half back in that division. But the Mariners, all of a sudden, the reason I trust them moving forward, I like the lineup. They're on a tear. Like you said, you want the team that's playing their best baseball mm-hmm. heading into the season. And I just think like the Orioles are a very fun story, and they're a really good team. I just don't know if I trust them when you got the Mariners, who have the best pitching staff in Major League Baseball with only five weeks to go. Like That's the best rotation. There's records they could set. And even the Astros with that rotation are worried right now. So for me, like if I'm looking at a team right now, it's the Seattle Mariners. They look like a team of destiny. And they're 9-1 and one in their last 10 games. They're doing it with pitching. They could score enough runs. They hit with runners on scoring position. If, well if managed. I re- oh, if I, I remember coming into the season, I feel like you and I both looked at the Mariners at least as a team that could be, like, take that next step. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think we, were, we both were kind of in that school of thought. Because they, they, they took that jump last year, right? We were like, oh, all right, Seattle's, mm-hmm. they're fun. They're like, J-Rod is a lot of, like, okay, so we get, you got something here. But, you know, to me, the only thing about the Orioles and the reason why I'm kind of getting – I understand that they're young and there's a level of like, I don't know if I trust them once we get to the postseason. Yeah. There's also the other way to look at that. They got nothing to lose. And everybody on that roster, it's like, we're not supposed to be here yet. We're young. We're a team that's kind of overachieving at this point. So there's a chance that sometimes the team that rides the wave of just having fun and enjoying it, 
it actually does make a difference. So I don't I don't want to totally write off the Orioles yet. But I, I get what you're saying with Seattle right now. Where plus, it's a team that's really hitting that stride at the right moment. But you could argue the Orioles are there too, and they've been there for a while. Oh yeah, I mean, like I can't wait to get to the postseason, obviously, in the American League because there's not that dominant team in the American League. I mean, you know, the Astros, the Rangers, that that division. Whoever comes out of it, mm-hmm. there you know, maybe you get all three teams in. I mean, they're going to be scary, obviously, moving forward. But yeah, Seattle. And what's interesting about that is so Seattle. Playing really good, be- uh, really good baseball with that rotation. So now we get to the off season, and what's going to be the biggest story this off season? Let's say maybe the Mariners don't win a World Series, but they get in, obviously, and they lose, they get bounced. Maybe they got a shot at Otani. He spent his last two off seasons there. <laughs> he said even during the All Star game, he's like, "Hey, I really like it here in Seattle." And we all laugh and we're like, "Okay, well, he's going to be a Dodger. He's going to be a Giant. He's going to be on West the West Coast. Coast." Yeah, it is West but, Coast. I mean. He's not going to be able to throw most likely next year. And what don't the Mariners need? They don't need an arm. They no. have the best rotation. So if you still could offer him 500 mil, 450 mil, or if you want to do a short-term deal for the next couple of years, you could add Shohei Otani maybe. And maybe he does end up going to the Mariners because this is a really good team and maybe they'll just be a bat or a piece away. You'd be going back to your childhood team again. The Mariners, Mariners yeah. yeah. They've, always, they, they've always been my mistress. You could have yeah. an American League team. And, and yeah, like, if you're a Cubs fan, you could have multiple teams because, I mean, you're relevant once every 15 years. <laughs> so you need something to cheer for when we get I've to I've never August. had a problem with people that have, like, an American League team and a National League team. Like, you got to have your number one, right? There's a depth yeah. chart that's there. But if you have, like, a secondary team that you want to see win, like, it's... Yeah, it's your it's your uh, it's your your side piece team. As long as That's like okay. you're not a Red Sox fan and you're like, but if the Yankees get in the postseason, oh, yeah, which yeah. you never would be, or if you're a Cub fan, you like root for the Sox. Can't do that. Well, because it's from the division, man. I want to see the division succeed. No, yeah, stop it. You I can't hate be those a people. Yankee fan rooting for the Mets. No, you can't be a Met fan rooting for the Yankees. But other than that, yeah, who cares? I you got to still understand where the rivalries are. This is what I don't understand. Like um, now that they're in the NL Central, the rivalry makes sense because you got the Cubs and you got the Brewers, and they met a couple years ago, Game One Sixty Three for the division. They hate each other but when I was doing Milwaukee radio covering the Brewers and doing like the updates and everybody found out I was a Cubs fan they're like oh what the hell you traitor (laughs) and I'm like but here's what you don't get the Brewers were in the American League forever my uncle the great Earl Gillespie was on the call when Milwaukee won their first and only World Series but they were the Milwaukee Mm -hmm. Braves at the time you could find that call on YouTube and I'm like so I could cheer for whoever I want you guys were in the American League you came to my division they came to your world my world. That's how you look at it. People forget the Astros used to be in the NL Central. I had to deal yeah. with Craig Biggio, the three Bs. It wasn't that long ago, too. Yeah. I mean, when they realigned, it was only, I mean, it's probably going on seven or, is it, has it Jeff been a decade? Well, it's been about a decade. Even, I guess yeah. it's been about a decade. This stuff flies by. It's like, I hated those Astros teams so much, well, dude. Craig Biggio and but, that stupid helmet. But don't you hate them now on their stupid trash cans? I don't know. I kind of yes, got over you have that, to hate to them honest. for No, you can't. You're not I allowed have to. This, I have this theory, this What's take, theory? that if you're not cheating, then you're not trying. So That's not a take. That's a very I common just, phrase. I remember <laughs> thinking when they got busted, like, damn it, I wish the Cubs cheated because then half of these guys would be on the roster because none of them could hit off-speed pitching. <laughs> I had eight guys in this lineup looking for four-seam fastball. All we needed was a damn trash can. That's it. I've always said that, like, <laughs> When people rip, like, the Patriots in their prime, right, and all the different deflate gate and all the different things, the spy gate, all the different gates, which, by the way, gate overrated. We use that for everything. Please stop. No right. more of that. I've always said there is about 99% of fan bases in the NFL that would trade their team's history for the Patriots. Call them cheaters all day. You take it. You take it 100% of the time. Oh, yeah. I know I would, yeah. but that's easy for me. Yeah, Rick, My team's terrible. Rick Flair, 17-time world champion. You know how many times he cheated to win those titles? All 17. The dirtiest player in the game. Damn straight. Nature boy. (laughs) 
Woo! I was waiting for that. I was like, you can't finish until you actually do that. Well, so, you know. It's good. Now you wrapped it up, and it's perfect. So, yeah, listen. Uh, every There is actually a website called yourteamcheats.com. You'll find what every team has done. Uh, worst case this scenarios. Your wife cheats. Wait, that's, what? That's a different website. Instead of Jim Knight.